Let's get ready to grumble. I would like to ask you, what is a good rebuttal when people claim the dollar is losing its spending power and will be devalued as we have to resort to gold and silver? I'm asking because I have someone in my life who has been preaching this garbage for over a decade. And this person still claims he's a truth teller after every prediction he has made doesn't happen. Fancy that the gold standard people predictions are wrong. Interesting, huh? Anyway, uh, this person still claims he's a truth teller after every prediction he's made doesn't happen. And people we know believe him. I want to talk to you about a couple things. Number one, the premise by which they're talking about the gold standard is an idea that somehow or another pegging the currency to gold means that its value will some, somehow or another stay up and not be devalued, right? And you don't have to look far to look at crypto to see hard currency with a set price, how easy it is for that to plummet and go to shit. You don't have to do much effort to see that at all because really when they built these crypto coins what they tried to do was emulate a gold standard by limiting the amount that was created and creating some fictitious value surrounding it to tie it to well what the gold standard did and this is going back generations a lot of folks would travel around the world and they would go to war and they would steal the gold out of the coffers and they would take it back and that was what their kingdom's wealth was based on. And I know there's a lot of wretched people out there, disgraceful people that would like us to be a warmongering nation. We already are. But they would like it a little bit more so we can be on a gold standard. So we have to go out there digging up wealth, destroying the environment, doing stupid things like that that really have no bearing on anything worthwhile. Totally useless mindset. But there are people out there, probably friends of yours, alt media people you probably listen to when you're not checking out this program, etc that pump this garbage up who does a gold standard typically protect is it people who are struggling at the bottom the poor or is it the wealthy who already have amassed massive amounts of wealth but they want to make sure that at no time will their wealth ever be less than this gold nugget right this is about rich people ship a terrible disgraceful evil people try to push for a gold standard they don't understand and they're bad people folks the people that do know that are pushing this stuff they're not good people they're people that are literally selfish as fuck that are trying to get over on you and ultimately trying to make sure that they stay on top that's it gold standard limits everything so a a country doesn't have the ability to do the things it needs to do the idea of pegging a currency to gold means that if you say that the currency is worth one gram of gold for one dollar, it's terrible. I'm just using this as a statement. If you do that, that's all you've done is you've, you've set this weird thing. And now the commodity is the thing driving the value of your currency, right? So when they say you're going to devalue or debase the currency, they're saying you're printing more tokens against the gold within that space. If you print more currency against your gold pool, you either need to A, go out and get more gold against the gold that you already have. Meaning you've got to either go dig it up, you got to go raid another country, steal their gold. You got to do something to get more gold in order to be able to 
print more money. See what I mean? Like it's a ridiculous trade-off. There's no value for real in there. There's no real thing. So when they say debasing or devaluing, that's what they're talking about. They're literally talking about printing more money against a fixed commodity. Okay. Well, with what we have today, we don't have that problem. Okay. And again, what does that problem really, really protect? Who are they trying to protect? It's the wealthy. It's got nothing to do with Jane and Joe public. It's 100% pointing up to the wealthy. All right. So let's get this out of the way. There is no such thing as debasing or devaluing a free floating fiat currency. You can't do it. It's got no base. The base of our current situation is that I will take $1 for $1 in tax liability. That's it. That's your new standard, not a gold standard. That's a fiat standard. That is the government takes $1 as a tax credit. That dollar it's issued as the government's liability and it's your asset. Okay. When you pay that dollar back, it settles $1 in tax liability. That's it. Okay. So the idea of pegging the currency to gold to maintain its value is a ridiculous, debilitating concept. So what's happening now? They've raised interest rates in the current moment so that they can go ahead and transfer more money to the wealthy because interest payments are new money creation. Okay. They budget that. And that money ends up going out there. And that's why we haven't quote unquote been in a technical recession. Okay. Because there's still more money being spent into the economy. It's just being spent to the top, to the people that already have money in the fire sector, people with investment capital, while the people below that don't have any money get nothing, zero, right? They just go in deeper debt and they pay a higher interest rate for the debt that they take on. Okay. So this is a problem. Because if we had a zero interest rate policy, you wouldn't be defending a positive interest rate by raising interest rates. Okay. You wouldn't be doing that. You could eliminate that. Part of this game here is understanding that they're jerking you around. They're jerking us all around. And until you push away from that, until you recognize that a dollar spent is backed by a dollar in tax, it's the full faith and credit of the nation. Now, some of this stuff is hard for me to talk about. I'm not going to lie because I understand fundamentally that our government is captured. You're not telling me nothing. I don't know. I get it. Our government is not serving our needs. So, so much of what I'm telling you is based on a hope and a desire that one of two things happen. Either a somehow or another, miraculously, we're able to elect people that do serve our needs. I don't see it happening, but so be it. And the other thing is when they don't serve our needs, that enough of you haven't ignored it and ran off to listen to trash that you've stuck around, you've ingested the information and you realize that we need to organize and radicalize people around the idea of we have the money, create the money. There's nothing preventing us from doing these things. We all want it, but the government's not doing it. Why not? If you can answer the question, why not? And it doesn't involve something like we need a revolution, then you're not really getting the point. The point is our government does not serve us. The parties do not serve us. They all serve capital. And even when they accidentally do something that benefits us, okay? 
even when they accidentally do something that benefits us, it's never with the intention of benefiting us, unless it's just to quell down an uprising or quell down severe anger and rage. They always do just enough, give you enough hope, and then snatch it away. It's not an accident, folks. It's not an accident, and it happens all the time. So one of the things that comes back to this is, we've talked about it before, but when Milton Friedman came out and told everyone that inflation was always a monetary phenomenon, it was always created by the federal government, quote unquote, printing money. Everyone stuck with that for whatever reason. They didn't understand he was full of shit. He admitted he was full of shit in his deathbed. Like he admitted he was wrong. He admitted he lied. But yet still libertarians hold on to this stuff. This is why when people talk about bringing libertarians into the left, I say you're full of shit. You're sitting there working with right wing people that are literally doing everything they can to fuck us. They're not helping us. If they're pushing for a gold standard, they're baking in austerity into the very model, the very concept that the, austerity is murder. They're intentionally trying to limit the amount of money because they try to tell you that by printing more, it debases the currency, a baseless currency, a currency that has no base cannot be debased. So I want you to be aware that these things have been planted in your brain. They've been planted in the mainstream narrative. And there are certain groups of people, usually of the LOL Bertarian, LOL Bertarian strain that want these things to be real. And they're willing to make this fairy tale your reality. And they're trying to force you to believe that by quote unquote printing money, which we don't do, by the way. So we don't print money ever, ever, never, never, ever, ever, except to cover tr ATM transactions and AT uh, teller transactions, the desire for cash, okay? Which, quite frankly, is at an all time low because people are using all kinds of modern fintech type payment systems and things are very digital to begin with okay but in reality we have to understand that we have been functionally brainwashed with the idea that we're they're just printing money and they hearken us back to zimbabwe where mugabe had stole well he didn't steal he reappropriated took back the farmland okay and gave it to the warriors. And on the way out, the colonizers threw a torch into the fields, burned up the existing crops, and told these warriors who were not trained farmers, hey, have at it. So the food production dropped to nothing. This wasn't about printing money, 100% about real resources. And the fact that they did not have food sovereignty, they did not have production sovereignty. They did not value added production in the country. So they were highly dependent on imports, which meant that they had to work with the currency of whoever they're buying from. If they didn't have enough foreign reserves of the nation that they're dealing with, if it's US dollars, US dollar reserves, if it was Great Britain, pounds, if it was freaking Japan, the yen, if it didn't have enough reserves for the transactions it's doing abroad, okay, then they were in trouble. And that's where groups like the IMF come in. Hey, we'll help you out. We'll give you foreign reserves, but you got to open all your markets. You've got to eliminate all your public spending and you got to not protect anything that is local. We are coming in to do business in your country and you're going to like it. That is what came from this stuff. 
when the government spends money into the economy, it spends it where people are going to push back the least. Okay? So we always spend money into the military, don't we? We're always spending money into the military because we all want to wear the stars and bars, the red, white, and blue, the apple pie, all the stuff that we've always thought of American exceptionalism. So we're willing to spend. We really haven't fundamentally processed that we're not the good guys, we're the bad guys. We haven't processed that yet, okay? And so they play on this patriotic thinking that we're funding the military, defend our troops, don't say anything bad about the troops, always stand with the troops, let's go have a parade, blah, 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 right? This is not an accident. And what do they do? Every part of the military, I did a great piece, please check out the state-by-state look at the military-industrial complex, I did a few weeks ago. But within that space, they spread it out to all 50 states and territories. So there's production of military needs everywhere so that they are always begging you not to close their military base. Don't close the base. That's how we pay everything here, right? Everything about that is based on this. And that's we have bases all around the world. What? How do they get funded? Well, I'm sure some of it is local stuff. You know, local, even in foreign countries, they're they have a weird split mind. On one hand, they're thrilled that they've got business coming through, but the GIs buying stuff in the local communities. On the other hand, they want the U.S. the hell out of there too, right? Okay. Well, it's the same thing in the U.S. as it pertains to the police department as well. We fund the police. Why? Because we've got to be tough on crime. All those folks that are committing quote-unquote petty crimes. They've got to be put in jail. That means we need more jails. We need more cops. We need more militarized tanks in the streets. We need riot gear. We need freaking automatic armor-piercing weapons. We need all this stuff for the local police. I'm of split mind here, folks. I'm a revolutionary that recognizes many of the things I tell you about fiat currency are particularly important to know to radicalize people. And in the off chance... All my ideas of what electoralism are are all fuzzy and wrong. If somehow or another elections are literally producing the value you think they are, and I'm wrong. Not. I'm not, by the way. But on the off chance that I am wrong, in that case, we're hoping that we can get elected politicians, elected, we can get politicians that are placed into power to be able to make these decisions for us, to make good calls. But alas, we know they haven't done that. They won't do that. All you got to do is look at the squad and their worthless behavior with the railway strikers, right? They're scabs, okay? So we let's, let's do away with the charade. Let's get smart. Let's grow up Peter Pan, Count Chocula. Let's go ahead and become adults. Let's adult this thing. And let's accept that our government is captured in the United States. And many governments around the world are captured by neoliberal order. Groups that are under the NATO, EU type arrangement are neoliberal. They work together. This is what you're seeing in the geopolitical battle right now is the dividing line between that kind of thinking and the other kind of thinking, which is more collectivism. Rugged individualism, collectivism, okay? Very important to realize that if you don't get this right, you don't get anything right. You don't get anything right, nothing right. 
If you don't understand the money story, you don't understand anything. Ultimately, what you're dealing with here is the United States predilection, this, this ridiculously obsessive mindset to stop communism. Why do they want to stop communism? Mind you, communism hasn't really existed. The closest thing we got is down there in Cuba. Okay. But real communism hasn't really happened. Even in Russia, didn't really happen the way we think. But Russia proved what centralized planning with lots and lots of people fighting for the same thing could do. And that scared the shit out of them. They saw it happen in China too with Mao and the Great Leap Forward, even though, quote unquote, he killed all these people. He didn't kill all these people. What happened quickly? If you listen to Macro and Cheese episodes with Carl Ja, you understand that what happened during the Mao era was that Mao, had, he was definitely a dictator. He was definitely the one ruler, if you will. And all of his lieutenants were afraid to tell him that production had fallen. So they were giving him fake numbers. And so he was operating as if, but in reality, they were starving the people by taking the grain that they said that they were producing and they sent it to Mao say, hey, yeah, we're still meeting the targets. The problem was, is that it wasn't Mao dictating to do that. It was people scared of Mao. And so as a result of that, Mao bumbleheaded through this thing and people died, they starved. That's not communism. That right there is authoritarianism. That right there is a totally different thing. Authoritarianism, dictatorship is not the same thing as communism, not the same thing as socialism, just not. So conflating the two is ridiculous. We've been fighting this battle against supposed communism for all of our lives. And you need to understand why this matters. Better dead than red was a big thing. Duck and cover was a big thing. All of these comments were a big thing. Okay. A really, really big thing. And so they have been purposely, purposely mind fucking people by stars and bars. These colors don't run. We're in a quest. Lyndon Johnson, we're in a quest to crush communism. I, uh, what do you call it? Truman. We're in a quest to crush communism. Douglas MacArthur. We're going to kill communism. We're going to go into China. We're going to go into Russia. We're going to take over. We're going to destroy it. Okay. In the end, every bit of this has been with the intention of quote unquote fighting back against communism because capitalism, which is something that is kind of a misnomer. Okay. The fact is the federal government could crush any kind of thing. We could have a mixed economy. We could have a democratic social eco socialist doesn't matter, but our government has blessed this laissez faire view of the world. This is why instead of collaring commodities, as my buddy, Jonathan Cadman would say, or others, why they don't literally put price controls on why they allow prices to fluctuate and they leave you and I to suffer, to pay for those things. Okay. If you think about what I'm telling you, if you understand what I'm saying to you, you begin to understand why the gold standard is used to try and stifle our desires, stifle our needs to crush us. People sitting there talking about, yeah, we should return to the gold standard. Yeah. Fuck you. How about that? There's your gold standard. Fuck you. Right? So with that in mind, the government is the currency creator. Why do they want you to believe it's a private federal reserve? Well, they want you to believe that because they want you to have another barrier to believing that you could actually have nice things. 
They want the private Federal Reserve narrative to block that. They want the whole debasing the currency narrative to block that. They want you to believe that socialism is handouts. They don't want you to believe that it's a matter of workers getting their share of the pie and having control of their lives. They want you to think it's all about free stuff because that's what evil people do. And then non-evil people, just idiots, knuckleheads, jagoffs, okay? Jags, just another guy kind of people. Go ahead and take that thinking and believe it. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this stuff out. But the more you learn and the more you know, the more you grow and the more you can impact society. My name is Steve Grumbine. If I don't talk to you all beforehand, if you celebrate Christmas, have a Merry Christmas. Be with your loved ones. Take some time to yourself. Enjoy, relax, rejuvenate, but get ready to fight. Let's, let's make the year of 2023 the year that we took ourselves seriously and took the government back and we fought back and we got people to believe. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. And Steve!